Hello, lovely. It's so good to be here with you today. Today, we're going to be looking at ways that you can help your body to remove the toxins that you're exposed to on a daily basis in our society. How to support your body and give it what it needs to do the job. But I want you to know first and foremost that this is doable. You can make a difference for yourself, for your own health and wellness, for your family, the environment and for generations to come. The majority of environmental pollutants being produced today are substances that did not exist a little over 150 years ago. Mankind lived and thrived without them for thousands of years. They may be ubiquitous in our society today, an everyday part of our lives, but we can reduce or eliminate their use and therefore their production. We as consumers have the power to impact change. Our bodies, although they are being required to do a job that they were not originally intended to do, and certainly not at such high levels, are able to remove a lot of these toxins with our help and support, and by the power of the Spirit of God who dwells in those of us who believe, we can do this. We can make a difference, and we're going to have fun doing it. As we look at ways to lighten the load and support our bodies so that we can get the job done. So grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. Welcome to The Good Way with Jenna Jandro, Integrative Nutrition Health Coach, Master Herbalist and Essential Oil Specialist, a part of The Good Way Ministries Incorporated. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian woman, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things God has put on your heart through biblical nutrition, intentional living, and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. Our bodies were not intended to have to deal with the synthetically derived pesticides and herbicides, synthetic fragrances and plastic residues and off-gassing. These substances all have their origins in the petrochemical industry, which itself is less than 200 years old. And yet, has had a devastating effect on the environment and on health and wellness in that short period of time. In our attempt to make life easier and more convenient and products cheaper to produce, we have inadvertently caused an environmental and health crisis that few of us are willing to acknowledge, especially to ourselves. In the last 30 to 50 years, We've seen dramatic rises in food allergies, foods that have been staples of the human diet for thousands of years are now making people sick. Autoimmune diseases, cancers, 
ADHD, autism and other neurological conditions. And all of these conditions have been linked to these synthetically derived environmental pollutants. They are found in our food, our water and in the air we breathe. They are in laundry detergents and softeners, dryer sheets, household cleaning products, perfumes, cosmetics and personal care products, air fresheners and room deodorizers, just to name a few. I'm one of the lucky ones. You may have heard me say this before, especially if you've listened to episode 35 about such a time as this. I never thought this way until very recently. I'd always thought that I was unfortunate to be one of those who has an acute reaction to these environmental toxins. I wondered why I had to endure all of the adverse symptoms that I go through when others didn't seem to be bothered by them. I'd been called the canary in the coal mine many times by other people as well as myself, but the full meaning of that didn't strike me until a few weeks ago. That's when I realised that I was one of the lucky ones. Because I have an acute reaction to these sorts of environmental toxins, I'm almost immediately aware of being exposed to them and can do something about either removing the source of the exposure or removing myself from the source. But there are also chronic or long-term effects of exposure to these toxins and people who are not as sensitive to them as I am are more likely to have to deal with these long-term effects due to the long-term exposure without realising it. It's only recently that the connections between many forms of cancer and environmental exposure to synthetically derived pesticides and herbicides, plastics and synthetic fragrances have been made. Also, the connection between exposure to these things and the rise in autism, ADHD and other neurological conditions. And I realised that just like the canary in the coal mine, my job is to make others aware of the harmful and potentially lethal toxins they are being exposed to. That sounds a bit dramatic, I know, but a slow death from cancer is just as deadly as a rapid death from mine gases. Wow, that got heavy quickly, but I promise it gets lighter from here because we can do something about it. It may seem like it's too big a task to tackle, but we can make a difference, even if it's only in and for ourselves. The way to climb a mountain is one step at a time, and the way to make a change in the world is to start in our own backyards, our own homes, and our own bodies. So let's get stuck in and look at these seven ways we can help our bodies deal with the toxic load. The first and most significant step we can take is to reduce our exposure. This is such an important topic and can have such a big impact that I'll be covering it in more detail in a separate episode. But I will summarise here. Choose organic. As much as possible, you can reduce your exposure to synthetic pesticides and herbicides and fertilisers dramatically by simply choosing organic. 
choose fragrance free. This will take some research on your part. You will have to read labels carefully and be aware of misleading labeling. Unscented does not mean the same thing as fragrance free. Unscented products contain the same synthetic compounds, but designed to mask smells rather than to produce them. And don't be fooled by the terms like natural fragrance. These are still man-made, synthetic fragrances, produced in a lab from compounds isolated from natural sources. And they have been shown to have the same toxic effects. Choose plastic-free. Again, do this as much as possible. These are three very effective ways that you can reduce your exposure and the exposure of your family to toxic environmental pollutants. And you will be making an impact on the environment at the same time. The second is this, eat your greens. This is the second most important step you can take. If you've listened to any of my other podcast episodes, you know that I go on and on about leafy greens. This is the first step I recommend in any of my coaching situations to improve your health and wellness, to start to increase your plant-based eating or to transition to a fully whole food plant-based first foods eating plan. And here's the reason why. These foods are green because of the pigment chlorophyll, which is found in all green vegetables. This molecule helps rid the body of environmental toxins heavy metals, herbicides and pesticides, and increases bioproduction, all of which lowers the burden on the detoxifying organ, which is the liver. Increase the amount of greens you're eating each day. Do it slowly until 50% of each meal is made up of leafy greens. You will notice dramatic changes in your health and wellness within a few weeks of doing so and you will reduce your toxic load and support your liver at the same time. Number three is this, drink plenty of water. Most of these pollutants and toxins are processed through the kidneys and liver and then excreted through the urinary tract. Keeping well hydrated helps to flush the kidneys and liver of toxins, keeping them moving through the system and out of the body. Try to drink at least eight eight ounce glasses of water a day. A good way to do this is to have one eight ounce glass of water upon rising as soon as you get up. Then have two eight ounce glasses of water either half an hour before or half an hour after a meal. You could have one before and one after or two before and or two after. Try not to drink water with your meal especially iced water. I know this is going to hurt my American friends. It slows down the digestion and causes indigestion and gastric reflux and all of those other nasties. If you want to have a drink with your meals, try a herb tea or a bitter tonic that will actually stimulate and aid digestion. Number four, don't sweat it, or in this case, do. The largest organ in your body and the one that provides the greatest protection for us from environmental toxins is our skin. 
Our skin acts both as a physical barrier to exposure to toxins and as an organ of excretion through our sweat. Stimulating a sweat will help you flush toxins out of your system through your sweat glands. There are many ways to stimulate a sweat. Physical activity, a warm, moist environment like a hot shower, sauna or spa, herbs and spices that are known to induce a sweat or simply a hot drink. But the best way to induce a sweat to help detoxification is physical activity because this also draws in the respiratory system. Yes, another way to remove toxins from our bodies is to exhale them. We can also support our skin by using fragrance-free organic skincare and hair care products, by dry brushing or giving yourself a good rub down with a hot washcloth. And going back to the last point, staying well hydrated. Step five is stress less. And I can't stress this one enough. Yes, I know, a terrible pun. But seriously, stress has the effect on the body of either stopping temporarily or slowing down the systems in the body that look after the removal of toxins. Digestion, the lymphatic drainage system or endocrine system, respiratory system. There are many ways to help you de-stress, but it all depends on who you are and what sort of a job you have and the activity that you do throughout the day. If you have a job that is very physical and your body is under a lot of physical stress, then you're going to need to set up a routine to help your body physically de-stress. Ways that you can do that are to engage in a sedentary activity once you've finished work, to something that will stimulate your brain and your creativity that gives your body an opportunity to be still and to rest and recover while you're doing something with your mind and your soul and spirit. If your job entails a lot of emotional stress, maybe you work with uh, children who are at at risk or uh, intellectually disabled adults, whatever it is, maybe you need to set up a routine where you can release that emotional stress, which can set itself in muscle tissue. So maybe you need to set up uh, a routine where you're doing something physical that will help to release that, like um, boxing or running or something like that that is going to get you physically working so that you can release that stress. If you're not a very active person, Um, A way you can do that is through massage. Having someone massage you, that can help to release that stress, that emotional stress that's being stored in the muscle. If you have a job where you have a lot of social stress, maybe you work in retail or in the uh, food industry, and so you're on your feet all the time and you're having to deal with people all of the time. A great way for you to distress would be to uh, come home and just lie on your back on the floor with your feet up the wall. So you're giving your body a time to rest and recover and allow gravity to just be void for a little while. But you're also giving yourself 
quiet time alone where you're not having to deal with other people around you. If your job entails a lot of mental stress, you have a sedentary job where you're using your mind a lot, then maybe what you need to do once you finish that job is to do an activity that is going to stimulate your body and your blood flow again, but also give your mind a break. So maybe something like walking or doing some rope flows that will help to just get your body moving and flowing, but also allowing your mind time just to decompress. Whatever your stress is, you need to find something that's going to counter that to allow you to release that stress. But it's so important to set up a routine for yourself to do that. The next thing is number six, sleep. You will notice that many of the steps that we've covered so far uh, entail setting up a routine. We looked at putting a routine in place for getting yourself hydrated. Routines you can set up for allowing yourself to de-stress. This is also really key when it comes to sleep. It's even more important when it comes to getting not just enough sleep, but also good quality sleep. So why is sleep so important? In helping our body detox. Because this is the time that the body uses while it's not having to deal with anything else to refresh, restore and heal. This is the time when the body works to restore homeostasis, which is a state of balance among all of the body systems that's needed for the body to survive and thrive correctly or optimally. The body can focus on those areas that need the most support, that are the most out of balance and draw resources in to help the processes of detoxification. So it's really important to set yourself up for a good night's sleep. The way you can do that is to keep well hydrated. The water drinking routine, yeah? Don't eat just before going to bed. Establish a nighttime routine that lets your body and mind know it's time to slow down and prepare for sleep. And this can start with those routines that we talked about earlier. But it continues into the 40 to 45 minutes just prior to your bedtime. And yes, set yourself a bedtime. Make it part of your routine, even if your work odd shifts and go to bed at different times each night. Establish your bedtime based on your work hours each day and make it a part of that day's routine. Then create a routine for yourself that suits you, that you will do every night in the 40 to 45 minutes before you go to sleep. It can be as simple as 10 minute stretching routine or rope flow, uh, change into your PJs, brush your teeth, make yourself a cup of chamomile tea and then get into bed and sip your tea and read for 25 minutes before turning out your light. The last one is to reduce the amount of alcohol and caffeine you consume. Yes, I know all the studies that have shown that there's significant health benefits to a single glass of red wine, but we're talking about detoxifying here. And alcohol and caffeine both have add an added 
toxic load to the kidneys and liver. If you're serious about detoxifying, then limit or cut out alcohol and caffeine. Try some of the amazing alternatives that are available at present or replace them with herbal teas. So let's recap. Seven steps that we can take to help our bodies to detoxify from all of these uh, environmental toxins. Uh, First and foremost, reduce our exposure through choosing organic, choosing fragrance-free and choosing plastic-free. The second step is eat your greens. They help rid your body of environmental toxins, heavy metals, herbicides and pesticides. Drink plenty of water to help flush those things through your system. Do something each day that's going to help you work up a sweat so that they can be released through your skin via your sweat and then washed away. Stress less. Set up a routine for yourself at the end of each work day to help you release the stress that you've been under throughout the day. And set up a sleep routine to get yourself established in a routine that will help you to sleep well and for long enough for you. And lastly, reduce the amount of alcohol and caffeine that you're consuming because they just add an extra toxic load to your system. I want to encourage you to start to put these steps into action. If it all seems like too much, then start with steps two and three. Eat your greens and drink plenty of water. And keep a record of how you feel, what effects you're noticing in your body. Then introduce the other things in there because they're all so important. And don't forget to join me for the next episode when we'll be looking in more detail at step one, at the ways you can reduce your exposure to environmental pollutants. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast, write a review and share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media page. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you on your journey. You can come join me in the Goodway Community Facebook group or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one or small group coaching. And you can support the Goodway Ministries and help keep this podcast on the air by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step at a time.